Uh, give a shout out to Colors for making things look cool. Fake tits, Goblin Pile Driver, Timely Drug Deals, Guacamolas, which is Nicobolas made of guacamole. Forrest Badenoff. It's It is nice to be able to say fuck on a podcast. Fuck anybody? Boom. That's a segue. Dude. Fuck everybody. Dude, it's cool. Nobody listens to this Nobody shit. Nobody listens. I'll just go there for the, you know, the hookers and blow. I think it's dope. Oh, God, what have I done? Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Always insane. You do not want my dick angry at you. Some shit. The way it ended was fucking epic. Fuck fucking fuck the shit. Fucking A, fuck. Fuck up. Fucking fuck. Fucking tuna. Fucking tuna. Fucking some shit. Fucking fuck. Damn it. Fucking dick motherfucking. Fuck shit up. Fucking cocksucker. Jesus Christ. Fucking the fuck. Fuck you, man. It's epic shit, dude. Enter the Battleville trigger, bitches. Haha! <laughs> hey, your mic sounds good. That's a plus. Right away, you earn points in my book. Score. He's heating up! So, we'll figure it out, though, as, as we go on. Matt's here. He just went to grab a beer. Sid went on like a last-minute beer run. I just asked, okay, he says he's ready. So I'm going to add him to call, too. It should be a good uh, cast tonight, Sid's comeback episode. We're pretty fucking pumped. Yeah, all right. I am Hans. And I am Franz, and we, we just, just want, want to pop you off. My nigga. My nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga. My motherfucking nigga. My nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga. My nigga, my nigga. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tim, it's, uh, meet Matt. Tim, hi, I'm Matt. I'm racist as fuck. He's really not. He's also not a pedophile, but... Bro, you know, I like am a jokes. fucking, I'm a fucking soccer coach now. What? You might have seen me on Tinder. Swipe right, ladies. Where's Sid at? Yo. Divine Master Swami Sid, Your Highness. Hello, my disciples. Uh, your, your Grace, Your Grace, High Lord, Sir. Um, I can't say how thrilled and honored we are to have you back, man. We've really missed you, and it, it's an honor to be blessed with such a noble presence. I gotta say, I can feel the love and energy and your blessings just radiating off you. You just Why are you washing my balls? I, has the show even started yet? <laughs> no. 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 I mean, this is like the pre-washing. He wants to have his breath smell like onions before we start. Clear. <laughs> so, I have a feeling like I actually you know what Sid's balls, believe it or not, both smell and taste of cotton candy. One is blue and the right one is pink. Yeah. Neapolitan uh, cotton candy balls. Hell yeah, let me get a taste. It's it's divine. 
I mean, it's if you get a chance to suck his balls, I. What does this asshole look like? Come on. <laughs> It looks like a beautiful star. It kind of shines. Stay away. If you look directly into it, you'll go into this like transcendental state. It's it's really weird. You kind of go out of body. Preacher called the mind flare. I'm not. I'm not. My asshole has very similar powers to a mind flare. Yeah, psionic abilities. And, you know, uh, enhanced strength. <laughs> oh, man, Sid is back! My eyes are red. I've been What up, everybody? It's Return of Cast from Exile. My name is Tim, and we have some bad news. Ryan the Sex Panther was in a violent car accident, so we're doing a throwback episode tonight. We're bringing back some old members. Long-awaited return. How about Matt Hoover? How you been, man? I'm all right, Timmy. How you been, man? I'm doing good. I've made the uh, police blotter several times in Longmont, Colorado. I've made appearances on uh, Craigslist Personals and uh, my high school yearbook. Oh, bro, I checked that shit out all the time, man. I appear in your mom's dreams and your sister's diary. All right. We also have with us Sid Meister. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. That was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> no. You didn't or you didn't take notes and write it down, dude. No. Oh man, flute me. I was I'm coming back. I've been brought back to the divine. I've been brought back to the divine from from it wasn't a violent car accident. It was in a car. It was in a car. Yeah, it was in a horrific, a horrific orgy accident. <laughs> Shit happened. My dick broke in half. You can watch the violent scene on bingbus.com. It, it cool. healed. I'm back. But I'm here, though. I'm here. This is Sex Panther. I am here. Um, I, I was brought back to life um, with a man who has been missing for a long time. Uh, How they, long has it been? It, it's it's been way too long, and I'm glad I, I found you in, in the astral state. Dear God, I thought I was gone for only a week. What? Are you kidding me? No, uh, the divine master Swami Sid has has returned me from the other side, um, and we're we forced him back here on the island. So we're fucking pumped for the return of Sid Meister. We also, for those who are like, who the fuck is Timmy K? Uh, a new host here, so we're gonna try Tim out. Um, coolest dude, I uh, you may have seen him on the Cast from Exile page recently and shit. So what he's up? down as fuck. Uh, interact. We let him freestyle the intro, and uh, you nailed it, dude. Yeah. Fucking a. 
Uh, <laughs> Super. <laughs> that's that's uh that's kind of creepy. Not the place you want to be, but um, Longmont, oh, no. Longmont, I, the Longmont Craigslist personals are probably a little more interesting than you get all the freaky chicks. If you Champagne ever wanted Urbana. to fool around with a midget and a clown and a mongoose at the same time, Craigslist is the only one fucking doing it right. You were talking about yourself, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Dude, Matt Hoover. Matt Hoover, we've missed you too, man. It's been way too long um, since we've had the return of the Hoover. Bro, it has. It, it sucked really bad. Terrible. I, I listened to some. Any episodes. any message for the people? Anything been on your mind? Any anything uh, new? Any? What's yeah, man. Going on, man. So I fucking live in Texas now, right? Because Sid left Texas to go where I lived in Virginia, kind of right. So I was like, "Fuck that! I got to get away from that son of a bitch." So here I am out in Texas. Yeehaw! Yeah, it's fucking Texas. It's. So great. So you yeah. enjoy it. Are you in a busy part? Are you in one of those parts of Texas where there's like nobody around for fucking hours? Or so to get like to a real town, it's it's about an hour and a half. How big was your pre-release? Pre-release? What the fuck's that? Ah. Pre-release? The fuck's a pre-release? Is that you? What you been up to though? Because I, for some reason, I thought you had a message for for social justice warriors or something. I do. Uh, I do. You'll, you, you'll, is that, are you going to send me something or? I'm going to send you something. Okay. Man. Okay. These well, people have already heard it by now. We'll work this in. We'll work this in. But the, the big return though tonight, the, the big fucking return of the night is the one and only our divine grace. We are blessed with, with um, one of our lords here, second only to Harambe. In the universe of things that matter is is the divine grace, um, Swami Sid. In my dreams and nightmares, Sid Meister, I love you. Uh, hello, my disciples. Yes. We All can. right, can't escape. Sid, what you been up to? Where you been? Um, what's the astral planes like? You do have some magic news. You've been, you've been crowned as something. I mean, what's been going on? Well... It appears that Uncle Terry was able to locate me in Roanoke, Virginia, at which point he might have caused a um, chemical hazard of some sort. Yeah. Well, that's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Does it? Like... (laughs) You guys get drunk? Are you drunk, Sid? Uh, no, I am beyond uh, such sense gratification things. But that being said, I have had four Devil's Backbone Vienna Lagers because I enjoy the flavor. A chemical reaction happened in Virginia, and you were you were shot from this plane. Well, I wasn't necessarily shot from this plane. We attracted the attention of some kind of intergalactic patrol people and were taken in for questioning. And I thought that we were only gone for about, you know, a couple of days, but it turns out that we've been gone for weeks because of something called time dilation. Apparently when you're moving at sublight speed, the perception of time happens 
to be like severely slowed down while the object is moving that fast. So I think I'm really drunk right now because I didn't understand shit. No, that's that's pretty interesting. Actually, the whole theory of time dilation. So oh, it's not a theory. It's real. I got fired. I lost my job and shit. Well, you were gone so long. I mean, that was bound to that was bound to happen. Yeah, but it's all right because uh, Uncle Terry stole the cop car. You know, like the intergalactic cop car. Who's in the trunk? That's the question. That's the question. What? Looking there. Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> what? Where'd you guys go? Dole the cop car. I mean, you've been you've been touring. You're the new well, magic. we had to find our way universal. back here. Okay. Uh, and the and we ran out of gas eventually. And Uncle Terry couldn't figure out how to blow anybody in that part of the universe because the anatomy is really weird. So somewhere around Kalaganji 52, we learned about, you know, Magic the Gathering on an intergalactic scale. Turns out that it was bought by the Valkos Corporation, which is kind of like the intergalactic version of Hasbro. Bite my shiny metal ass. Except, you know, that it's not run by uh, demons, but instead it's run by evil aliens. We are merely exchanging long protein strings. If you can think of a simpler way, I'd like to hear it. Do they have the same banned and restricted lists as us? No, banned and restricted lists are for humans, and they actually make fun of us all over the universe for having that. We offered you paradise. You would have experienced emotions a hundred times greater than what you call love, and a thousand times greater than what you call fun. You would have been treated like gods, and lived forever in beauty. But now, because of your distrustful nature, that can never be. Is Jace the so mind sculptor badass there? No, it's not really that badass because, you know, everybody plays four black lotuses because they reprinted every fucking corset. It's like Jam Beethoven. You can only play four of still? That's kind of You can weak. only play four. Well, because the original game design was uh, purchased from Richard Garfield. He just didn't know because he was under mind control. I mean, these evil aliens are really fucking evil, man. Get me out of here, old this place is a prison. They keep us in little cages. And what do you think of that food? You'd think with a tongue like that, he'd have a little taste. Wow. So I hear everybody just plays modern now. I feel that. So, Sid, yeah. how'd you get back? Well, I was able to raise the money by playing Magic, pretty much, and... I won the Universal Championship, which the prize was a box of alliances. I didn't pull a force from, unfortunately. Fucking every pack didn't get a force, but also like a pretty sweet starship. And uh, it had GPS, but it's not called GPS out there. It's called IMBP 456AP GPS. <laughs> Can I ask a serious question? Are there any like robo sluts? What are you working with? Sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot. He's in jail. Could we put him in another fucking cell, please? Sex robot, sex robot. Here hope the boss. Oh my god. I have a floor, so I never have to pay for it. I don't know. Oh, that flute. 
hit some notes for us. On Ladies that melt into the couch. Let's, when they let's hear, the, hear flute. the flute. Let's hear it. I'm getting wet. So that takes me back, man. I've um, obviously transcended the mortal need for addictions. That being said, um, I have this pack of Kaladesh here in my hand, and uh, boom, I haven't opened it yet. Let's fucking uh, crack it, dude. Let's. You want to yeah. do a throwback, uh, Sid's fix? Hell yeah, man! I figured this could get us started talking about the pre-release because everybody except Matt, who obviously sucks balls, went to pre-release. I mean, I was uh, I was gone, lost in fucking space, and I made it to the pre-release. What the fuck, Matt? Hey, bro, this town literally had pre-release starting at the stores during my kids' soccer games. So Matt's a coach now. I'm still coaching as well. Which is, which has uh, been a pain, but we're doing good. Playoffs start here. Kids need to quit playing soccer because that shit's fucking lame, and they need to get better at magic because that's what's important. I taught my son the Texas way. He plays burn. So, so what you got, Sid? Let's pop this open. All right, so since this shit first came out, I'm just going to read them real fast. And then if y'all got a story about this card at pre-release or if you played it in pre-release deck, then, you know, you can say some shit. Aviary Mechanic, one in a white. It's a 2-2. It's a dwarf artificer. When it enters the battlefield, you may return another permanent you control to its owner's hand. Yeah, that, shenanigans with that. that card's a house. What was it again? Marijuana affects the memory. It's a one and a white for a two-two, so you know it's a bear. But when it enters the battlefield, you may return another permanent you control to its owner's hand. You do it to get some shenanigans. Also, arrest and like blue has some enchantment removal that like helps you wipe it off of them. Pretty good. It's great. In white, there's a lot of like enter the battlefield effects and a lot of fabricates. You just make a token to crew a ship or something, bounce that dude yeah. back, make another token. You're like Servo Villa. Seems good. What's next, Sid? Failed inspection. Two and two blue. It's an instant counter target spell. Draw a card, then discard a card. So oh. strictly worse. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Cathartic Reunion. One in a red, it's a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast Cathartic Reunion, discard two cards to draw three cards. Yeah. Mm. Now, uh, I didn't see anybody play this at pre-release, but maybe this is like something that could find its way in standard. Seems like a really good madness card. True. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Thriving Rat. One in a black. This is a one-two. When Thriving Rats enters the battlefield, you get two black in it two energies and whenever Thriving Rats attacks you can pay two energies if you do you put a plus one plus one counter on it I found all the Thriving guys after the pre-release in retrospect I probably should have played red green because I had uh, some of those Thriving grubs or whatever they are in red I didn't see anyone do anything good with energy like I saw somebody like build some energy and then they use it to like tap my guy or something well I'll get into my pre-release pool later it was it was dude the the green yeah. thriving guy, the thriving rhino. I think that that's like a really good card. Really good, in, yeah. In limited, yeah. So, man, did y'all like those energy tokens that they printed? 
Them shits are so bad. You know what? To be fair, though, everyone was just going to use Pokemon energy counters anyways. What's what's next, Sid? A rush of vitality. One in a black and instant. Target creature gets plus one plus zero and gains lifelink and indestructible. Pretty. This is a. This card has a million different names, right? Isn't this? I actually got blown out by this, man. It was like really close race. I was uh, playing this aggro deck, and it was really close, man, because it was an aggro mirror, and my opponent played this, and it was able to put him like a turn ahead. Yeah. Black always and has I, a combat trick or two like this, and I, I think that this is the best combat trick for Black. It usually is something like Death Touch and Indestructible, or so this one's life. Why does Black have to have Death Touch, man? Black cards matter. Yeah, this uh, Black is pretty aggressive in this set, but there's a white mana instant that does the same kind of thing where it it gives plus two, plus two, plus two, plus two, and Indestructible if it's like an artifact. Yeah, but right. that one only costs one, right? Right. Yeah, one white, and it, it's it's like. Like if you play in a heavy artifact deck, it's like a trump, definitely. It, like you block sweep for one mana, or even attack into some shit, and you're like, gotcha. Yeah, the red combat trick, man. I would always sideboard that in. It's like one mana plus three plus three and trample if it's an artifact. Yeah. And like, there's a Ooh. lot of damage based instant speed removal because of the vehicles. So that was like a really fucking house sideboard card for me. I was like getting people with that shit. Yeah, that's dope. So what um what else you got? What's next? I got the first removal of the pack. It's malfunction. Create a blue. It's an enchantment aura, and you can enchant an artifact or a creature. Um, when this uh, enters the battlefield, you tap enchanted permanent, and enchanted permanent does an untap during its controller's untap step. So this is good. It's sorcery speed removal that can still hit a vehicle. Um, they have a lot of instant speed removal in the format then because of the vehicles, which is sweet. Seems good. It's it was pretty four good mana for sorcery speed. That works. It's pretty good for me. So um, now we got Arata Express. This is the first vehicle in the pack. It's uh, five mana, eight six menace with proof four. Four I had one of these and didn't play it. In retrospect, maybe I should have. I had another vehicle. I had two more other vehicles I played. That crew four is is pretty easy to do. A lot of the artifact creatures have four power, but I realized that when you do a crew five, you really have to lock in at least two creatures to do that. Lock yeah, in. I looked at my build and I was like, you know, any combo of creatures I tap is going to be able to crew it. So... Yeah, uh, I don't know. I love the art on that card. I might, I might pick it just because of that, Sid. Ardar Express. Yeah, it does yeah. look pretty sweet. I it's can't really tell sick. what it is. It looks like a just giant freaking helmet. Like they're just riding around in a big fucking helmet. Yeah. Nice. What's <laughs> next? Cool. What's what you next? Got? next? Ooh, giant spectacle. One in a red. It's an enchantment aura. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus two, plus one, and has menace. 
So this used to be a card in Gate Crash called Madcap Skills, I think. But oh, yeah, uh, Madcap Skills was the shit. What was that? Three plus one, or was that two one? It was plus three it plus zero plus... and first strike, I believe, and it had to be blocked by two or more. It wasn't first strike. It it might have been plus three plus zero though. But this is like a really yeah, good cyborg Mad, Mad card. Madcap Skills was a plus three plus zero and has menace. Shit, badass. In the aggro mirror earlier, this was another like uh, cyborg card. That so what is it? Like. Plus two, plus one, and menace. Yeah, I'll take that toughness. That's though. pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish again. It, when I, I'll talk about my pre-release later, but I should have played red. That is why you fail. I should have played red Ooh, green because I had a two good of those, card. and I, I do think it was pretty good. Removal looks pretty good in red too. So, I noticed. Speaking of removal, this next card is like some of the best removal at common. Die Young. One of the black is a sorcery. Uh, choose target creature, you get two energy, then you may pay any amount of energy, and the creature gets neg one, neg one for all the energy you paid. You know, Live Fast is a sweet card too. I, it is I good. opened one of those and played it, but um, yeah. pretty good removal. What what are, are we in the, the uncommons yet? Yeah, we're passing into the first uncommon here. It is Demolition Stopper. Yeah, you were talking about this one earlier, Tim. Uh, it's the 10 7 through 5 for 6 colorless. Can't yeah. be blocked by creatures in power 2 or less. Cards, cards insane. Beat me. Yeah. The vehicles were just way better than expected, I think, because they added a different dimension to combat and attacking and stuff that we aren't used to like i forget the fact that they can crew at like instant speed and you attack and they have a vehicle sitting there yeah, and block yeah and blow you yeah. out yeah you go to remove their creature and they just crew up their vehicle i mean sure they lose the creature but they still now they have a yeah. vehicle activated like it's just yeah I, I don't know i i thought they were pretty good i liked them too and i feel like it added like in I don't know how it'll go out in draft, but in sealed, it was like the games are going to go a little bit longer, and it gave you a little bit more range for your deck. So you could have a deck full of two twos and little like aggro stuff, and once your deck kind of petered out, you like hop into a ship and fucking rage right into them. Yeah, but, the three drop Renegade, uh, what is that Renegade Express or whatever it's called? That that is really good. Three colorless. Whenever Renegade Freighter attacks. It gets plus one, plus one, and gains trample until end of turn. It's crew two. If you play any card leading up to turn three, you're just like, boom, let's go. This thing is sweet. Yeah, no, I it. had that guy on pre-release. I'll talk more about that dude later because I had this other uncommon that's just like, ugh, the beatings. Oh, yeah. Well, what's next? Uh, we got another sorcery, uh, one in a green, Nature's Way. Uh, target creature you control against vigilance and trample until end of turn. It deals damage equal to its power to target creature you don't control. So, I mean, this is good removal for green, pretty much. <laughs> and green, yeah. green was lacking in this set for good removal. I mean, they have like combat tricks to. They have you like know. a hunt the weak effect, right? Yeah, they have hunt the weak. That is the actual. Yeah, yeah that's so, yeah, plus one plus one. Yeah, they have combat oh. tricks like the one mana instant blossoming defense. It kind of blew me out. It gives yeah, plus two plus two good. and hex proof. 
until end of turn to target creature. So, I mean, it, I'm thinking in my Infect modern deck, I'm thinking of running a couple of these instead of the uh, Apostles' Blessings. Blessings. I mean, that gives me extra pump with Hexproof. It's just like, I, it gives me like a couple more. Of, it's only plus two, plus two, but one mana, just like pop. Protection yeah. from, from Bolt or whatever. Bring it. I love it. I, I got uh, blown out by that card as well, so pretty good. What's next, Sid? Uh, dude, we got a multicolored uncommon, and all of these are pretty fucking sweet, and this one is like one of the sweetest. It is Restoration, Restoration Gearsmith. Two, a white and a black for a 3-3 human artificer, and when it enters the battlefield, you return target artifact or creature card from your graveyard to your hand. That's pretty good. Is, uh, I love it. It is really good for in draft like or sealed it's, all right so rare that's a lot of meat son and i want it rare it is a legendary creature uh one green mana ovia pashiri sage life crafter so one two and it's a human artificer there's a lot of fucking human artificers man yeah this pack is lousy with them two and a green tap it Create a 1-1 one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. And then you pay... It has another activated ability. Pay 400 green and tap it. You get an XX colorless construct artifact creature token where X is the number of creatures you control. Yep. This is the first so, pick. This is not even close. That unlimited could just absolutely fucking go away. That's, that shit. card is really, really good. Um... I had Whirler Maker. It's XX. Does that mean it changes every time, like you get a creature, yeah. or is yeah. stay that no, power no, no, and toughness that changes. eventually comes? Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah, that is really fun. Yeah. I had that a Whirler Maker, boss, which yeah. was a little slow to get online. That's the one that costs three, and for four, you tap it and make a one-one Thopter. This is way better. <laughs> this this All is right. way and way I better. I have a foil uncommon. Uh-oh. I guess I didn't get an invention. That sucks. Um, uh, Imbral Bruiser is one in a black. It is a 3-1 human warrior. It enters the battlefield tapped, and Imbral Bruiser has menace as long as you control an artifact. So, obviously, this is, like, for standard. I got to foil one of those as well. That's That's weird. I have to send it to you, so then you have two of them. It's like the only warrior I've seen in this entire pack so far. So I guess this is, yeah, just for standard. Any other mentionable cards you guys saw? Like, not in your pre-release deck, but cards you played against? So you're like, wow, that card's sweet. I mean, the Gear Hulks, uh, yeah. we're, all kind, we're all kind of backbreaking. Except, I mean, Cataclysmic Gear Hulk was, honestly, I mean, it was good. I, I ran one, I opened one, but... I shouldn't even played white. It suckered me into playing white. <laughs> and really, there's green drops like some 6-6 six, six or whatever, and you just have like a 4-5. And if you play it too late or whatever, they're already way ahead or have a bigger dude. I don't know. I think 4-5 is right around like the average like big spell people are playing for yeah, 5 yeah, well, mana. 4-4 four, four is pretty good. Like, I found a lot of people, like, what's the green uh, guy that comes in with Fabricate, and he's a 3-3 Prima Outrider or something? I don't know. Is there, Are you talking about the 3-3 with Fabricate? And yeah, it's two and uh, two green. 
Oh, that guy is such a house, dude. Yeah, but a lot of people were making the servo token, and you should make the. I I thought you should have made. The, I was I made it a four four. Maybe they had a Ovia Pashiri Sage Lifecrafter in their yeah. deck, and they're like, "I'm gonna get this bitch out. I'm gonna make some constructs. I'm just go wait for yeah. them to run out of cards." You think four four and above seemed kind of like the point? Like that? Okay, that's a really big dude. But so. What kind of uh, deck did you end up playing? You got suckered into playing white. <laughs> yeah, like I got suckered into playing white, um, white green. Anytime I feel like my pool sucks. So real quick, my rares, my promo card was Botanical Sanctum. So already I'm like, fuck a land. Right. Then uh, my rares were Blossoming Marsh, another land. That's the uh, black green fast land. Um, Madcap Experiment, that's the three in a red for the sorcery where you reveal cards so you hit an artifact and then deal damage to yourself. Fucking, you can't play that in limited. Um, Ether Squall Ancient, the, the five and two blue for the six six flyer, um, where you get three energy at your upkeep. A Dynavolt Tower, the three drop artifact you get, uh, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, you get two energy. And you could pay five energy to deal three damage to target creature or player. Was that your only payout for your energy, or what were you? Yeah, Dynavolt Dyn- Tower, totally fucking goofy. You can't play that. Electrostatic Pummeler, another shitty rare. The three mana one one. When it enters, you get three energy. You could pay three energy, and it gets plus X plus X, where X is its power. Oof. So you have to have a pump spell or some way to put yeah. a bunch of counters. It's just dumb. Um. And then Cataclysmic Gearhawk. But I got suckered into playing white because I had the Fairgrounds Warden and a couple of those, the one-two hawk or whatever that you could pay an energy and give something flying. After my second round playing Selesny, I switched to blue-white tempo because I was like, fuck it. And I had a ton of fucking, like, I had the the return of permanent to your hand and return of permanent to their hand. Yeah. Instant speed, three, three mana. trade wins. Yeah, I had an ether trade wins, the four mana enchantment where you can tab something down, the card that we were just talking about. I had two pressure points, which I probably played wrong, but... Another tempo, you know, two mana, tap target creature, draw a card. See, I had two of those in my pool. I didn't play them. I, I didn't feel like, I don't know, the white. It needs the right deck. It yeah. needs, it's definitely. So the point was I was trying to it's get to Cataclysmic. It's not something you play in sealed. Like, yeah, I was trying to get to Cataclysmic Gearhawk, which was just dumb. You should have played a Diabolic Tutor. Really, I should have just played green red because I had the the little uh, long tusk cub guy. Ah! You could pay two energy and put a counter on it. And the thriving rhino, two of the red thrivings. Yeah, I probably should have just played. Um, but what about the whips, man? Didn't you have some whips? Didn't you have fucking dope ass rides? Yeah, I had the renegade. I had Renegade Freighter, Ballista Charger, and Aradara Express. And I, I played the Renegade Freighter and Ballista Charger. Hey, Matt. Yo. Are you awake <laughs> over here, man? Are you alive? Bruh. I yeah, feel like bruh. I got to check in with you. You didn't pre-release at all? Bro, man, literally, this town has like two or three shops. And they ran... The, I think they only ran like one pre-release each, 
and they were literally starting at the time of my kid's soccer game. Like, so where I was at in Virginia, Yeehaw! I could literally go to a store at, like, every hour interval in the area, there was one starting. Like, within a good 30, 45-minute drive. Here, I, I don't have those options. Yeah, not so much. Not Sit, so much. Yeah. But, dude, I just, dude, man, I just play my modern every week, bro. And I hate, I hate Texas. Bro, Sid, you weren't joking, man. This shit is all aggro out here, bro. That's, hey, Texas, Texas is aggressive. You know, that's, that's how they roll. Uh, Sid, you just got to get your ass in gear, man. You got to gear up. I had a really fucking sweet deck. Like, I, I really, I feel really good about the deck I made. I don't feel so good about my record as two and two. Um, but the deck was sweet. And I was at Star City Game Center in Roanoke, Virginia, world's largest magic store. Not sponsored, but could be. Give me free shit. To help contribute to all the fun and magic here at Magic and Ash, please donate at www.patreon.com backslash magic and ash. Thanks for your support. Yeah. Um, there's like... Mm-hmm. 108 people at the midnight pre-release. Did you play anybody we may know? Yeah, I did. Uh, here uh, in round one, I played. Let's see who's this guy. Uh, I got my little notepad here. Okay, round one, I played Scott, and Scott had the green servos deck, and um, he beat me the first game because I couldn't find any red mana. But I was uh, rocking black red vehicles, and oh, yeah. basically, like my nut draw was Speedway Fanatic, which I only had one of. But somehow he just kept showing up, and he's a two-one with haste. And whenever he crews a vehicle, the vehicle gains haste. And then I had double Renegade Freighter. Also had Sky Skiff, two-three flyer. Sick. So I was just getting in there, crewing the vehicles, beating them. Uh, I had key, key to the, the city. city. It's a pretty sweet uh, card for an aggro. Yeah, deck. a lot of debate on the page around that card. Shout out David Schmuck taking a uh, John Holland's challenge to rock four of those and win a tournament for the foil goif. Whoop whoop. What is he gonna try to play in standard? Yeah, John Holland oh. will send him a foil a foil goif if. Oh, uh, that's fucking stupid. He's never gonna get my boy John Holland's goif. He'll play that shit in standard. So. But in a in sealed where the games are all slow and shit, yeah, like it was a pretty good card. Um, I I drew like whenever I played it, I draw about two cards a game off of it, so it was pretty sweet. Um, on the top end, I had uh, a marionette master. It's four and two blacks, one three fabricate three. And whenever an artifact I control is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, the opponent loses life equal to Marionette Master's power. The best card for me all night have, has to be Unlicensed Disintegration. I had two of them in my deck. It just kills everything. And most of the time it was nugging my opponent for three. And even a couple of times it was winning me the game by nugging my opponent for three. So who'd, like, you, who'd you play those second round? Like, who, any, like... Uh, well, I played against Scott. He had a green-white deck. And this is a funny story, though, because after the round, like, after I won, I got it in three. So he won the first round. I won the next two. 
And um, he's like, will you look at my sideboard, like look at my deck and like give me some pointers, see if there's anything that you would have done differently. And I was like looking through it and he had the green gear Hulk in his sideboard. That what? That card is in yeah. two man deck pressure points like you did, Ryan. And I was just like, hey man, why don't you cut one of these pressure points and play this dude? Like, Push just point. try it. For so Scott was it, so you me. played a mental deficient round one. He was a new guy, man. He had just like started playing, man. He was just like, oh, I don't want to play a five I'm drop, teasing. man. I'm five for all the noobs out there. It's just something like people need to understand about pre-releases. It's like it's the easiest thing when you're new at Magic to go to because you feel like because nobody's played with the cards before, you're on equal footing. And a lot of casual people that play house rules and shit like that will go to these things. And you gotta, you know, not be a dick about it. Everybody's just there to have a good time. Exactly. But you do gotta tell them, like, we gotta play faster. God, and usually fine. people are cool about that. So Sid, who'd you run up into uh, round two? Round two is this dude named Chris. Uh, he had a Torrential Gear Hulk. That he pulled out at the end of game one for some reason because he was like trying to block my menace guy with it but he couldn't do that um i think i freaked him out a little bit because it was just like both games i was just like turn one um cast what is it called harsh scrutiny i would harsh scrutiny take the um cheapest blocker out of his hand and then turn two play my uh play my haste dude that gives vehicles haste, and then turn three, I played fucking uh, Trample Train or Hype Train, and like, I don't know, I, I just ran rough shot all over that guy. And then game three, I played uh, Nick Miller, who is the dude that does interviews, like in deck text. The and guy shit. that looks like a pedophile that shouldn't be within fucking a mile creep. of children. Hello and welcome. How are you doing today? I am Nick Miller. Right, creepy rate base. I am Nick Miller. My I mean, mom says that he looks like a scientist. It's about time. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> a scientist. He looks like a dude trying to lure your kid away with puppies. Safe to say. He looks like a science dude, she said. So, um, yeah, I was playing Nick Miller and I just got like the nut hand game one. How'd you come up with this build? This deck's got all the good stuff. Um, all of your cards are intrinsically better. Everybody was playing green so far, and Nick Miller's green deck was actually really sweet. How was he, he as a person, though? Was he a douche? Safe to say. Man, yeah, I hate to, like, talk shit about somebody, but for real, it was, like, game one. Uh, obviously, like, nobody had been able to fucking do anything to him all night so far. He had that kind of thing going in. Get your big fatties. He was real quiet. Explain your choice for fatties. And uh, he molded a five in game one, and I just like ran him over. And then game two, I got him down to four by like turn five, and he was just like, "You're not playing four color fatties." Really fucking salty, dude. You'll slog your way through, I'm sure. <laughs> Big fatties. It's like every time I did something, he was like, "Man, you have a lot of instant speed removal in your deck," and. Man, you just keep playing, like, the same cards. And, like, it almost seemed like he had an accusing tone in his voice. Like, wow. I was up to something, you know? And I'm like... This deck's got all the good stuff. Okay, so I guess, <laughs> you know, these guys that work here and have been playing Magic forever, they just think that they should be able to run all over, you know, Fatties. whoever 
comes in like random fucking Jobin's like me. Yeah, you're fresh yeah. out the universal plane. Like he doesn't know he's playing the universal well, champion. He doesn't. Yeah, he has no idea that he's playing the universal Magic the Gathering champion because he plays like stupid baby Earth magic with ban and restricted lists and shit. And I understand, but he did have a good deck. He was able to stabilize in game two. And then game three, I'm the one that had the mulligan. And uh, I still think I put up a pretty good fight. I had him down to I had him down to four again, and then I couldn't close the deal on him. That was that fucking four, dude. I just couldn't get him past four in game two and three. Four has so, got something against you. So Nick Miller, yeah. kind of a douche, yeah. I am Nick Miller. How are you doing today? Stay tuned for more action here all weekend long for all the action. All the action. I am Nick Miller. I am Nick Miller. More action here. How are you doing today? All weekend long, all weekend long, weekend long, weekend long. I am Nick Miller. How you doing today? All weekend long. For more action here, I am all weekend long. How you doing today? Weekend long, Nick Miller. I am all weekend long, all weekend long. For all the action, all weekend long. For more action here. I don't know. I thought as much. I kind of, I, I kind of had a feeling. He was really happy when he fucking won. And then what really fucking set me off was like, I feel like I had played a perfect game of Magic because as a Universal Champion, you always have to play perfectly, man. There's no room for mistakes. He tried to tell me that I shouldn't have traded my vehicle for his five drop, but he didn't know what I had in my hand. He didn't know what my plan was. I am Nick Miller. You know, I am all weekend long. And yeah, I might have drawn bad, but um, I feel like I played a perfect game of magic and nobody fucking asked you, Nick Miller. Hello and welcome. Uh, like how I could have fucking beat you. So go fuck yourself. More action here. And oh. then in round four, I played Kyle. And Kyle is a really fucking nice dude. And Kyle, if you're listening, you're fucking nice and you're adorable. Like, I just wanted to pinch his cheeks. <laughs> adorable. That's great. So uh, he fucking com completely reamed me 2-0. Like, uh, game one, I only got him to 17. And <laughs> this was the aggro mirror I was telling you about. Like, and he just drew the nuts. And then game two, it was really back and forth. But he grabbed that lifelink card and jumped from four to 10 at the end of the game and just was able to fucking uh, get ahead of me. Um, yeah, fucking four life, dude. I just, I had a deck that could get you to four life, <laughs> but if you did anything like else after I got you to four life, you pretty much crumbled. So <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. close the deal a lot like Matt back in his younger days. Bro, I, man, got I, had, I had such a hard time, but when I found out, bro, like kids everywhere, bro, I hated it. I got the sweet uh, promo foil metalwork Colossus, and I was almost going to run it, but it was like time to cut cards, and I was just like, sometimes this is going to be an 11 drop that I can't cast. And, Wait, what is metalwork Colossus? Oh, is 11 drop? It's a 10-10, right? But it costs X less to cast, where X is the total converted mana cost of non-creature artifacts, aka like your vehicles that are parked out in your baller garage. So, I mean, there were some times where I was like playing games and I was like, oh man, if I had Metalwork Colossus right now, yeah, I'd be able to fucking play him for like three mana. <laughs> you know? Shit, I had like, him in my sideboard. Oh man. 
I had him in my sideboard too. I ended up not running him. I did board him in in the game in uh, match one where the guy had all the blockers because I figured like I could get him big and then fucking, you know. I read it and then I was like, eh. and then he has the other ability to sacrifice two artifacts, return him from the graveyard to your hand. And I like more focused on that than the other ability yeah. or than the, his like cost man i feel like that ability could be like some kind of exploitable thing for some kind of dredgish deck you know what i mean or (laughs) even affinity a lot of these cards pretty much like help affinity like is that not going to be a powerhouse where people are going to have like these random one-ofs in their affinity deck where it's just like holy shit now i'm dealing with the fucking 1010 holy cow (laughs) right you know? Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, and Affinity, it could be sweet, but there's a lot of like really cheap non creature artifacts in Affinity. So yeah, I feel like, like you would have to draw really bad to be able to cast this metal work. Yeah. Guy. A couple cranial platings and some other some other bullshit. Or Tron. Oof. So if the least you didn't lose to a dickhead in the last round, like that's kind of cool. Safe to say. No, and I lost 2 0, or I lost 0 2, I guess, whatever you say to this guy, but he was just a fucking sweetheart, man. And he was a pleasure to play magic with. Like, whenever the Kuglaxians invade, and, you know, they challenge somebody to a game of magic or destroy our planet, I really hope that they meet that guy, because if he loses, which he probably will, um, yeah, they'll, they'll probably like take some mercy and think that the human race is good. But if they play against Nick Miller, then we're fucked. Safe to say. It doesn't even matter if Nick Miller juns the fuck out of them. Like, they'll be like, you know, we're just going to kill you anyway. So, yeah, this is true for the safety of the children. Yeah, and they're really fucking, they're really fucking finicky. You got to be careful. <laughs> Who'd you play next? Oh, that that's it? it, man. That was uh, the four. Was it just four rounds or? It was just four rounds, man. You know, it was fucking 106 people. So it would take forever to cut the top eight. Um, you know, I got my pity pack. It was cool. <laughs> I had a good, had a good time. Did, did Bella play? Yeah, Bella played. How'd she do? Well, she was so fucking riddled with, uh, you know, just complete shock and awe from my sudden comeback after being gone in the universe for six months. She couldn't really focus, uh, and she went uh, one and three. Okay. Did she pull anything sweet, or? Uh, she got some of the fast lands. Okay. Pretty sweet. So well. the deck, I looked at her deck. I didn't play against her in the pre-release, but um, it looked like a pretty okay draft deck, but it didn't have a top end. And in sealed, you got to play like some five drops and shit, and like some six drops. Gotta have that top. Some big stuff. Bomb heavy. Any any of your rares, you kind of have to stretch your mana base to kind of put them out there, for sure. Well, it's like I've I've saw in this format that rares like can fucking take over a game. In round one, I faced up against the Hydra, the Energy Hydra. Yeah, I like, forgot that motherfucker gets hexproof counters and hex dude when he and enters the battlefield he gets three energy and then you pay three energy he gets plus one plus one counter and then gains hex proof so he becomes a five four might be a, a good card to pick up on yeah four I mana know, i don't know if five four right now, trick him out. good i i think it could potentially be a player yeah. 
And games where I played my noxious gear Hulk, like obviously, except for the very last game of the night when I played against Kyle, um, you know, I, that it just was unbeatable, man. That's pretty sweet, though, that you got to play at the Star City Games uh, Center, man. That's dope as shit. I didn't yeah, even know they well, had like a place that they did that at. I wanted to go play in the Shadows Over Innistrad pre-release, but you know I got nabbed by the intergalactic popos. So <laughs> it's good to be back and be able to play a pre-release on Earth. There's no pre-releases in space. It kind of sucks. Magic isn't for fun. It's purely a survival thing out there. Ah, oh, no good. Well, fucking a man. Anything? Uh, anything else new with anybody? I mean, my deck. At pre-release, it was pretty. It was pretty bomb heavy, and the 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 centerpiece of my deck was the uh, Gear Seeker Serpent. You guys seen this card? Seven mana. It's seven mana for five six, but it, it costs one less for each artifact you control. So basically, I had two of those, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll play artifacts." So I played a bunch of cheap artifacts and vehicles. I had one of those out. too yeah. when I, I went when I switched my deck to blue white. I played one of those. I also played the the giant six six flyer, but yeah, I played the gear um, serpent, and I put a couple of those. I didn't really have any artifacts though to make it tick. I I had a couple of the two. I think it's the two mana O four defender with reach artifact. I had a couple of those, but he kind of holds board early on. And when people see him, they're like, ugh. And you're like, yeah, you're not going to be able to attack through him until turn five. Yeah, I had two uh, Thriving Turtles also in, in the blue-white build. Gives you energy, point. right? That, that helps your energy. Yeah, build. so I was, I was trying to make, but I didn't really, couldn't really make that Serpent thing work. But you got to cast it for like pretty cheap or what? Uh, consistently like three mana. So two blue and one. Um, I originally was running uh, like some early white one or two drops like the uh, trusty companion he's two for a three two vigilance and he did all right sometimes but i ended up taking him out for a prophetic prism which i didn't really use for mana at all just i just wanted early artifacts on the board and i drew off it and i had two of them so i was just like blam another prophetic prism draw into like a vehicle and then like boom now i'm playing serpent on four for like three mana i'm just like getcha you know and, like, I didn't think it would be worth it being two colors. but And so I had him in my sideboard, at, like, during match one. But it, I ended up just taking out early creatures, and I only ran, like, 12 creatures. And I just ran, like, heavy early artifacts into, like, my payout cards. Like, I have the self-assembler for five that searches out another self-assembler. <clears throat> I have uh, Bastion Mastodon. He's a 4-5, and you give him Vigilance for one mana. So he's just kind of, like... Siege Rhino-esque, just like punching in, any blocking, you know? And then uh, the Demolition Stomper I was talking about earlier, the 10-7, it crews five, though. So the only thing that can really crew it is a Serpent. So sometimes I'll have that Stomper out, and then I draw Serpent, and I'm just like, play Serpent for like three or even two mana at that point, and then crew that right away, and I'm crushing in for 10. I mean, the deck just popped off like late game. So it like held board with, I had one of those consulate sky gates, the zero four reach for two mana. And that guy really fucking held board. That's the card. That's the name of the card. Yeah, I had a couple yeah. Of so you, how'd you finish? I uh, went undefeated.
Sapporo, and I had a Dovin Bane. So you went undefeated. How many times did you pull it during the tournament? Uh, in match three and match four. So like the crucial matches, I got Dovin Bane twice in the in the final one. He means ja- how many times did you masturbate during the tournament? Yeah. I went two and two because there were way too many people at Star City to be able to crank one, dude. Oh, like, no. I couldn't find it anywhere. Even no. in the parking lot, they were all fucking standing around vaping and shit. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't want to get locked up again for was, fucking pulling Was Brad Nelson there and shit? But Sid, where you're at, was was like Brad Nelson and like any of the Jerry Thompsons there, Todd Anderson, any of those guys? Nah, I didn't see any of them. No. Wow. Well, fucking A, so uh, at least somebody here went undefeated. Never give up. Um, before we get out of here, we did have um, we did have Rich Hagon scheduled for the cast. Hello, uh, magic players. In space, there's a lot of places where you can jack off. Like, even though there were like 300 <laughs> people at the Universal <laughs> Championship. Like, I was able to find places to jack off everywhere, dude. Like, space is just so huge. So, due to complications, we don't have Rich Hagon. Can we read some of the questions we have for Rich Hagon? No, no, no. We do have Rich Hagon. Sid, you have Rich Hagon with you, right? Nope. No? Nope. (laughs) It was either him or you, man. I decided to rescue you instead. So, yeah, they're going to find out that he died of autoerotic asphyxiation any minute now. But um, Edward Snow wants to know, uh, asks Richard Hagon, 100 horse-sized Amandas or one Amanda-sized horse? Martin user. <laughs> so 100 horse sized Amandas or one Amanda sized horse. It's good stuff. Shit, man. I would definitely say. I love how everyone's trolling Amanda, though. I love our fans. Like, I love how Wait, I what, can take what? shit about that whole situation. Bro, and, like, what? our fans and listeners are just like, fuck all that shit. Like, these what's people are name? crazy. What's his real name? I don't even know. But look. I just simply pointed out a widely recognized fact in, a, in something that's as explained by the Gay and Lesbian Alliance and tons of other gay advocacy groups. Like, there is a difference between transsexual and transgender. Like, and, and cross-dressers. There's a big difference. So I wasn't I trying to be offensive. Like, if people took it that way, it's whatever. We lost a host over it. It's whatever. Like... Like legit, it's a crossdresser. If it wears chicks' clothes, and I mean, dude, if you identify like one way or the other, like a transsexual is someone who identifies one hundred percent of the time. Matter, dude, if that's what you're into, man, like if that's what makes your fucking genitals do what they need to do to get down, then fucking yeah. I mean, no one cares, yeah. and like yeah. people took it the worst way, but. Yeah, so that's who Amanda is. For people who are like, what's with the, the Amanda? I don't like, know. I don't know what Amanda is, but like nobody gives a shit. You've seen, you've heard The Simpsons, Amanda. That Hunt. was the whole point. But don't yeah. appropriate a term that doesn't apply to you. Like you, you say whatever you you want to say. You are like no one cares. Like it is what it is. We're past that, but. 
Uh, Theo wants to know if Richard Hagon worst fanboy encounter. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Richard's had some bad ones. Uh, I, bet, I bet Randy Mueller gets a good couple ones. Yeah, like people taking pictures of him sleeping and shit. We really got a ton of questions from Rich Hagon. I feel like we have to get Rich Hagon on the show now. Nah. Nah. So, <laughs> nah. nah. Anybody got anything else they want to throw out for the fans? Uh, Tim, we're yeah. hyped to have you here. You got anything for, for the for the listeners hearing you in upcoming episodes? Sweet. Hit me up at Twitter, uh, at magic underscore Timmy. Email me, magicandhash at gmail.com. Sweet, sweet. Fuck yeah. Matt, same old places. Facebook page, Cast from Exile. Fucking Facebook, Cast from Exile. Yo, I've also been playing some damn Overwatch on the PlayStation. That game's so fucking badass if you play it. Nobody cares about Overwatch. It does not transcend the universe and and planes and multi dimensions. It's a whole other universe, bro. No no one cares. Um, Sid, Sid, how do the people reach you out to to contact me? You can stand on a rocky cliff facing a waterfall and then hold the bent tree pose <laughs> while chanting the Amatura mantra until your inner essence has been purified. And whenever the id is at its last breaking point, I will appear before you and give you a muffin or a shot, whichever one you want. Also, Twitter. Uh, I want to give a shout that, out. What mantra to is that the, again, Sid? Before you shout out, what mantra is that again? The Aramohoro mantra. Okay, that's that explains yeah. everything. I've been using the wrong mantra. Try to yeah, but uh, I'll fix that. It's fine. It's a journey, you know, to become a disciple, not a destination. Just, just do what feels good. Total job. And, uh, I want to give a shout out to Uncle Terry and a uh, shout out to the Castro Exile group and Kalachanji and Radad Rana and Haridas Tarkor and uh, Krishna. Catch you next time, Rich Hagon. Much love. Yes, uh, Richard Hagon, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're really glad you could be here, man. I mean, it was awesome. Thank uh, you very much. I am joined by Brian David Marshall, who's got a (laughs) voice for written word. Thank you very much. It's been a delight. Uh, Matt, much love, dude. Glad to have you back. Hit us up at magicandhash at gmail.com with all your inquiries. Magic underscore Timmy on Twitter. Tim Kempter on Facebook. Hit any of us up. We'll add you to our Facebook group. Thanks for getting blissed with us. Peace out. Sid, take take us out uh, on your flute. Oh, man. Oh. Man, Is anyone else hard right now?
Yeah, so... I had to wait like an hour to talk because y'all were talking about fucking pre-releases and not modern. You should have waited to pre-release, you yeah, fucking tool. Yeah, why are tool. we talking about... We talked about pre-release for way too long. No one gives a shit about that stuff. Don't. They're going to be really disappointed because I got super hammered before we recorded this. <laughs> what you got, Matt? What you got, Matt? Don't cry. What you got? Oh my god! We use, okay. We're not getting. You, you want to troll me at this point? Uh, yeah. We're not. We're not getting into politics. Yeah. Not getting into no, politics. Let's, let's do it, man. Yeah, Dude, are you a Matt Hoover fan for real? I didn't oh, yeah. even no, know god, that. No, no, it was sarcasm. But go Hoover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I liked him. You're just trolling at this point. He's uneducated and it's- misinformed entirely on the topic. Everyone is too drunk for this at this point. Too many beers. Too many many beers. (laughs) We're good, right? Everyone's incoherent. Our listeners are probably like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, I mean, this is, and this is a magic podcast. Do you know, though, do you know this week in the news that, there it is. Yes. (laughs) Lock us in. Beautiful flute. Lock it in. Did, hey, listen, listen to this, though. There's a woman suing a sex toy company claiming her vibrator app spied on her. Her vibrator app? I've heard about that. So a woman is suing a sex toy because her vibrator app was spying on her. Basically, this app lets another person like control your vibrator from somewhere else and what? and do stuff with it. And yeah, it's got like Where a cam, a mic or something on it. Bro, I need to... Uncle Terry used to do that just by uh, taping one of those Nokia N-gauges to his <laughs> dildo. Get, get her done, as they would say. Do you realize how many times, like, this is going to run Skype out of business now that dildos have apps that have cameras on them? Like, who the fuck is going to use Skype anymore? Is it just going to be for Magic Podcast? Because... No. I'm Obviously, waiting for they're the, not going to make any money doing that shit. I'm waiting for the butt plug with the cam on it. That's all I want to see. That's all Tim wants. What do you make of this? <laughs> a, a hoarder, this woman is a hoarder, right? And she's blind. Discovered, she's Hodor? She's Dude, a Hodor. She's a Hodor. Like Matt's mom, no, you know, the house not, full of crap. No, man, why did you remind me of Hodor? That's so fucking sad, sad bro. Uh, we're past and that. And he was like, hold the door. And he held the door. <laughs> but listen, the blind hoarder, this woman discovered her dead body of her missing son who had been missing for 20 years am- amongst the junk in her house. I call her shit on that. This elderly Whoa. mother had been living with the skeletal, skeletal remains of her son whose remains were hidden by the bad smelling house. Oh, man. What the actual fuck is That's all I've got to say. Did to that. no one ever go to this woman's home? Like, no, bro. She's probably a crazy cat lady. That's where lie. Lawrence's all of Lawrence's dead cats go. They just in a bag <laughs> to that place, and you lay them out on the floor. Poor dead cat. Pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> That's where all of Angelo's uh, retired fucking tank tops go to, is to the house with the dead kid. Um, um, so there's a cat, a lazy cat that can't be bothered to sit up to take a drink, so it uses its paws instead. 
Bro, that's a smart ass cat, yo. That's, um, that's, fucking, that's something that'll make America great again. Cats with ingenuity. Good old American ingenuity. And research. I don't know who's doing this research, uh, but having sex apparently makes men more likely to believe in God. I've, I've heard that. No, I have seen the light. I'm not so going to lie. Sex releases something called the, quote, cuddle chemical, which also inspires spirituality. Well, no, 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 no. Who wastes money on this shit? Like, what? Who does these research things? Like, so is it really research? Because after I get mine, I don't want to cuddle. I just want to lay the fucking down and go to sleep. Like, yeah. What is this talking about? Cuddle? Who the fuck does that? So, um, also, a man got away with this. Apparently, there was a mystic man claiming he could tell a woman's fortune by fondling her breasts. And women were allowing him to do so (laughs) uh, for a small fee and realized he was a scam and he got away with it. But wait, pretty fucking. He got money. That's really crap. Yes. That guy is a fucking genius. Basically, he said, give me some money and let me feel your titties and I can read (laughs) your fortune. You have to dial in those nipples, though. This may be the cast from Exile Genius of the Year Award. I mean, I don't know if we should be creeped out for this guy. No, no. let's give him. Let's give him one of these. Yeah, I mean, that's I a dick slap. Boom! This Bro, man dick, is dick out for this guy. Dick slap. Harambe has Harambe has a spot for him in the eternal jungle. This guy has a place next to our Lord. I mean, he's clearly brilliant beyond all measure, dude. He's the nipple mystic. I mean, the fact that multiple women. Fell for this. Um, bro, that this is, is, a fucking is baffling. Deep. I, no, I need what is like fucked up is baffling to me is that I've met this guy and that his shit is real. And whoever fucking reported him to the police and said that shit was fake is a hater because that guy is for real. He was able to predict uh, very precise details about my mom's uh, upcoming job interview. She didn't get the job. And he can predict breast cancer as well. He knew details. Sid, when you also um, may remember, I think this is the same guy that predicted 9-11. I mean, he's been around a while, maybe. His name is Nostradamus. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the boob fortune... But he's got- changed his name to Nipstradamus. Hot. So you're 100 percent behind this guy. He is 100 percent legit. You you know he's this. legit. He's real. Why would you not? Like, take your wife and daughter to him and let him feel out those titties and pay yeah. him a handsome fee and you know respect him. I, Can I, he feel yeah. my titties and figure this shit out? Because like, so say if you're Swami Lord, His Divine Grace, go do it. How no, about yeah. this? A man bought. A creepy looking doll, a quote, terrifying doll, its own seat on two separate flights and creeped out passengers. <laughs> the weird thing is, though, the same woman happened to be on these two flights and was able to snap pictures of it. The same woman, coincidentally, on any flight in the world, you know, there's thousands of flights a day, and this woman ends up on the same two flights. This guy did that. What kind of guy does this? Um, puts a doll on a flight and then just gets off the plane. Oh, so he didn't even sit next to no. the doll? No, no, no. He just bought the doll 
a seat and checked out. That's good. That is some next level trolling. Yeah, this man is uh, <laughs> this man is clearly a master. He's mind gaming the guy in the aisle. Get you. I mean, pretty insane stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah, Bro. pretty weird news um, for this episode. Um, I don't I know. Anybody have outs. anything Y'all else? Move into shout outs. I'm starting what? a GoFundMe for. Uh, Pros with fucked up froze to give haircuts to like Conley Woods and Reed Duke. So we're gonna chop the mullet. I can get behind that cause. I can get behind that cause. That is for sure. Um, in some kind of macabre news, some sad news, a teen girl was struck by lightning, and so her family buried her alive in the garden to cure the pain. They believed that the cure would take the energy from the lightning strike. Out of a young Anna Bellesteros. Um, so shout out Anna. <laughs> Yo, bury uh, her alive. That will definitely take the um, That'll away. take the energy out of you for sure. <laughs> like permanently, yo. <laughs> so Yeah, but only if the casket has a ground wire running into the water table. Too much. Did they do that? Sir Einstein said once energy is created, it is forever. Yeah, but you can transfer it with a ground wire into the water table, dude. That's like a conductor into a superconductor, and then it just goes in the water and fucking makes electrolytes. Fucking good for you. We're way, we're way uh, off the rails at this point. I say we get out of here because it's it's late as shit here. Um, I I gotta get going. Um, 